So I want to start today's show with a little story. Stay with me on this because trust me, you will see it is very relevant to the kind of things I talk about. The other day, as I was getting ready to make myself a salad, I looked at the two containers of mixed lettuce I had in my refrigerator. The one on top was the oldest, although it had not been opened. I knew that this container of roughage had been purchased at least 10 days prior. I knew as well that for the sake of not wasting food, I needed to consume the older of the two products. When I opened the container, however, I immediately knew by the smell that this product had begun to decompose. In addition to the odd smell, the crispness of some of this rabbit food had been replaced by a slime-covered limpness. Despite the mucus-like substance that permeated the mixture, I convinced myself that some of the product was still viable and must be saved. So I began the tedious task of separating and rinsing the lettuce that looked edible from the stuff that was clearly spoiled. After 10 to 15 minutes of meticulously sorting out the good stuff from the bad stuff, I decided, despite not fully having completed the job, to take a taste of what was to become my lunch. After three small bites, I discovered that the two of the three bites tasted fine, but one of the three still tasted a little tainted. Only then did I ask myself, why separate it further when I, fully, when I have a fully fresh container of greens waiting in the refrigerator? Like the putrid lettuce above, our leadership in the United States Congress has become a slime-covered, smelly, rotten mix of salad. With over 300 million citizens of this country, you would think we could replace all the 535 members of both houses of Congress with a fresh group of members not tainted by the slime of corruption and the putrid smell of inaction. The key to any good mixture of salad is freshness. So we must do what these so-called leaders will not. We need to insist on term limits because these people are so busy keeping their jobs and making millions of dollars that they are not doing their jobs. We need to replace all of these people with those who first will agree not to sell out and second will, not, will vote to limit their time in office. When a representative has five mansions after 20 years of making $200,000 per year, you can be assured that they represent someone other than you and I. We need to find people, no matter their political affiliation, who won't sell out. I want to know if they are going to represent me or big interest. It is time for we, the people, to clean out the spoiled, moldy, stinky, putrid, and mostly outdated bunch of corrupt swamp creatures lurking in the cracks and crevices of the halls of Congress. It's time to stop eating the rotten slime and throw them all out. You know how when you have a refrigerator full of food and it's been there forever and stuff gets pushed to the back and it just and, and then someday you get tired of the fridge being all stinky and you're saying, you know, I just got really need to clean this fridge out. And then you dig this stuff out and it's all moldy and it's outdated. Outdated, that's the big thing. We have a lot of politicians in, in Washington that are totally outdated. I know that you may like your representative, but they cannot be washed clean if in any way they've rubbed against the slimy likes of Nancy Pelosi and all the others contaminated, contaminated by her corrupt policies. I like to think of Donald Trump as a big, fried, greasy, but fresh pork chop. Like any protein, he gives off lots of energy. I can understand why the leftists all hated to be force-fed the meat of this man for four years. 
What's funny is that they have chosen a rotten salmonella-infested tomato like Joe Biden to consume for four years. As a greasy pork chop, Donald Trump may raise your blood pressure and cholesterol level, but unlike Mr. Biden, the rotten tomato, he, has, he wasn't a danger to us all right now. I'll conclude my open with a couple of quotes I found to be relevant to this message. An ancient Greek playwright by the name of Aristophanes wrote, Look at the orators in our republics. As long as they are poor, both state and people can only praise their uprightness. But once they are fattened on the public funds, they conceive a hatred of, for justice, plan intrigues against the people, and attack the democracy. Another quote I found addresses the point I have made numerous times concerning how we need to stand up for our liberty and freedom and not give in to illegal, unconstitutional mandates and orders given by tyrants such as our own little tiny tyrant in New Mexico. In a passage by Derek Bell from Living a Life of Meaning and Worth, he wrote, Courage is a decision you make to act in a way that works through your own fear for the greater good as opposed to pure self-interest. Courage means putting at risk your immediate self-interest for what you believe is right. Right. 